Thanks for listening to The Low Woe Show. If you'd like to see more content, you can follow us on our social medias. Just search The Low Woe Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and be sure to leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. To episode 14 of the Low Woe Show. I'm Low. This is Woe. We have a lot to get to um, today. Uh, football is in full swing. We're starting to wind down the football season. Um, but first, we wanted to touch up a little bit on the NBA. Um, there's new reports coming out that the NBA is a, they're thinking about some pretty sweeping changes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to the NBA schedule? Yeah, I think a lot of it probably has to do with listening to this show, understanding where we come from with the games that they that they play. I'm sure that that has a lot to do with Adam yeah, Silver's sure. decision. Yeah. He probably tunes in quite quite often and realizes that if he would just listen to us, he'd have a much better product. Well, and the NBA's ratings have been abysmal this season apparently. Um they haven't I find that hard to believe, but Well, yeah, it's um but it's also right. I mean, it's football season, guys. Like we're yeah, <laughs> no kidding, and nobody gives a shit about November no, basketball. No, like even your sportscasters are going, okay, this happened. Yeah, all right, cool. We'll, if there's a big story, we'll bring it to you. Yeah, I was listening to the radio, and they were like reading off the scores from the day, and I was like, okay, that team won. I'll check back in three weeks and exactly. see if they're, what their record is. Well, and that even goes to prove. I mean, jokingly, we talk about Adam Silver listening to us, but that even goes to prove to our point that. Maybe you're losing money, you know, by not having something that is pushed at this time yeah. because you have so many games. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're going to make money. I'm not saying that they're losing money hand over fist because of that. But think about a product that comes out. You know, there is something called supply and demand. And right now, the NBA is not in demand. No. Uh, so the the some of the changes that are looking to be made is a 78 game regular season which both watch we, out yeah like <laughs> both of us are like oh great so four great. games man these four games are going to really impact the <laughs> the watchability um, but that is one of the changes uh, this includes one of the changes is a 30 team in season tournament uh, in the middle of the season which kind of falls right now um the report is that it would start before Thanksgiving and end mid-December. Yeah, and I'm interested as to... I mean, I understand the the reason for the tournament, right? Is because that will bring a little more um, eyes to the game if you have that. But I'm interested to know how that's going to... How they're going to let that tournament impact... Anything. Yeah. Anything. Like, what does that do to what you're going to finish off the season with? Or are, is this just a marketing ploy? Yeah, because if it is something that if you win the tournament, you're you know guaranteed a top three seed or something like that, right. then it might be interesting. Yeah, but if um, you do that, who gives... Like if, say, um, the top two teams get uh, an automatic playoff berth and the top, you know, whatever. Say that's the case. Who gives a shit about the rest of the season? I mean, honestly, yeah. like yeah. if if LeBron James, a thirty five year old LeBron James, if he knows I have to win a tournament in November or December to get to the playoffs, he wins that tournament and doesn't give a shit because he gets to rest the rest of the time. 
Yeah, I that would be an issue, but I think that right now we're seeing the issue of like Kawhi Leonard has missed five of their like twelve games that they've the Clippers have had because of load management. I mean, it's right, and that's true. I, I think that yes, that would be an issue because that, but that would be one team that would be like, okay, now I can let off the gas a little bit. Okay, but um, and a lot of the teams that are going to win that tournament are probably going to be the teams that are good who are already putting load management, load management now. Okay, well, I, I and I can buy into that. I can buy into that, but I mean, what do you? I, I get the load management portion of it, but man, that's tough on your fans. But I wonder also if it would be something uh, like this tournament could be uh, you get home court advantage in the playoffs or something like that because right. that also might entice people to play harder you know because okay now it's not I not a guaranteed playoff spot but it's home court advantage for the right. I mean that's huge in, in a lot of places um, so that's one of the changes um, another change that I think both you and I are like okay this sounds awesome is a uh, reshuffling of the playoff seeds once it comes to the semifinals. Right. So, I, I dig the hell out of that. So the top four teams in the NBA, uh, so last year it was, uh, well, uh, it was the Rockets, was Rockets, Warriors, oh. you know, whoever the top four teams were yeah. who were in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals, they would shift those around and it would be reseeded from best record. Right. So you could theoretically have two teams from the East, two teams from the right. West playing and I for think a championship. That I wish they wouldn't do just top four. I, I think that they probably just need to reseed in all. I mean, I think you take the, um, you know, the 16 teams, and at that point, you take those 16 teams. Uh, they are they are saying that another change is going to be they're going to have a eight, seven, eight, nine, and 10 play Playoff. In. Yeah, play in. I yeah. think that's like a wild card game like in the NFL. We know that we love that yeah. because we love that in Major League Baseball. That yep. may be the most exciting baseball yep. there is, is that one, one game. game. Um, so for sure on that. But why not just go ahead and make this tournament style as well? And who gives a damn about where you come from? Make it more college-like. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what they're aiming at. Because, yeah, I think you do lose some parity when you have your East and West, especially in basketball, especially in basketball. Um, and so, because a lot of times, you know, there for a while it was like, well, we know who's coming out of the West is going to win the NBA yeah. Finals. And that just won't be the case anymore. No. Because you may see your two top East uh, East seed teams play lower West yep. seed, and those West seeds get knocked off yeah. by their own conference. So yeah. I think that that's, that's genius. Yeah. Uh, so these uh, changes would be implemented in the 2021 season. So two years from now uh, is what they're looking at, possibly some of these changes being made. But, um, look, I, I'm i all for it. I, I think that, you know, change is good in a lot of things. And sometimes, you know, uh, baseball might could get in on this a little bit. Like, the NBA is so hyper-aggressive a lot of the times in the changes right. um, like this, and it feels like Major League Baseball hasn't changed in 100 years. Yeah, I think, and it, not only that, but it, it may be something to prove to baseball. Like, look, man, you can adjust to the times. Yeah. I mean, this, out of all this, I think we both agree that the tournament in midseason may be the most intriguing portion because we don't have a clue what that might entail. No, nothing yet. But if you can tell me they're going to play a tournament, I'm damn sure yeah, going to watch. watch it. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean. I mean, I think we put tournament on anything nowadays, and everybody tunes in. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Yeah, I mean, we are an instant gratification <laughs> yeah. type uh, society, and so uh, I, 
I think I'm I'm all in on that, especially in NBA where anybody can win a game. Yep. I mean, that's that's the beauty of kind of the NFL playoffs is Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of times you got the damn Patriots there, but man, a lot of times the people who are supposed to win don't win and it's fun to watch because it is one game. Yeah, and la- last week the Atlanta Falcons destroyed the Saints. Yeah. Like it it's just any it's one up game. And down. It's up and down. So I think that the tournament thing that's genius. You just have to do the right thing and know how to fit it in. And if you can do that the right way, you may hit a home run with that and draw more attention. Especially, I would do it closer to the trade, you know, your in-season trade deadline. Trade deadline, That becomes very interesting at that point. Yeah. Uh, So, we'll be on the lookout for that. I think it's really interesting. Uh, Again, this is just floated out there this week, uh, this last week. So, go check it out if you want to read more about what it is. Because we we literally just kind of watched a video and we're like, okay, that seems interesting. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. In typical uh, Lobo fashion. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Luka Doncic, MVP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, let's go to Major League Baseball. Um, We shit on baseball week one of this podcast and i feel like we've talked baseball every day i know we, we literally said we weren't going to <laughs> and it seems like the only time that we do is when we're shitting on it um but so huge thing happened uh the astros um our apologies our condolences to uh, baseball adam yep. um this the, is gonna get bad the <laughs> the astros um are accused of right now of bullshit um, it cheating. happened yeah it happened <laughs> I mean, you it's can only watch. Evidence. You can, like, we have Twitter evidence. Yeah. And if they got it on Twitter, you best believe the MLB's got it. I mean, their commissioner worked for the damn FBI. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't, think I wouldn't be that. surprised if there's <laughs> operatives in the Major League Baseball right now. So, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, dude. I mean, this, this guy, investigation is probably going to be real short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy knows exactly what he's doing. Um, I don't think it'll be short because I think that they are going to go back as far as they can and build a big enough case because now I could be completely wrong on this as we know I am quite often, but I would not be surprised if this is a, we are going to teach everybody a lesson with the Astros. I mean, first off, it's a new commissioner, you know, as far as commissioner years or, I mean, what, five Maybe yeah, it hasn't been long, but the C League's been gone for not yeah, very long. Yeah, so he does not want a um, a Goodell type uh, aura no. around him, where no. he's the end all, be the, all, but yeah. also really ignorant sometimes in the way that he passes down punishments. Yeah, and he also knows that there are diehard fans that are a lot. Uh, more vocal than maybe Astros fans are. Yeah. And your Yankee fans right now oh, are yeah. losing their shit. Yeah, this is going to be, for Rob Manford, this is going to be um, this, it's going to be a deflate gate saga. Like, this is this is what it's going to... I think that he's going to do the right thing um, because he's learned probably from Goodell. Yeah. That they are going to mount so much evidence that by the time his um... And it, he he would do the he would he would do the right thing to bring in a body to discuss the ruling and make sure that they know that it's not just him doing yeah. it. 
um, that all of Major League Baseball is a part of this. Maybe all of the owners, owners get together. Yeah. But you don't have much of a bigger voice in baseball than the Yankees and no, the Red absolutely. Sox. Oh, yeah. And a lot of those teams that play the Astros, the Astros. Yep. on a regular basis. Yep. So, I mean, they beat the Dodgers in the t- 2017 World Series. I mean, that's another massive yeah, thing. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you get, a small market, yeah. which it's hard to call Houston a small market, but baseball-wise, oh, yeah, and, um, they're not the Dodgers. They're yeah, not the brand's the, not the, the Dodgers, right, Yankees, Red Sox, right. no. And when you cross those teams, you are in for it, man. And they there's damning evidence that everybody's seen that I just saw yesterday yeah. that the league is offering to minimize the players' punishments if they come forward. So they're basically first 48 in their ass yep. and offering them the red lobster so that yep. they turn on their boys. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they are now, they are coming after them. And I think that they we know that they have emails talking to scouts saying, how can we make this a better system of cheating? I don't want to get into stealing signs, isn't cheating, blah, blah, blah. This bullshit. I've heard that argument. If you can come up with somebody's signs on your own, perfectly fine with that. That's their fault. They should have been smarter in yeah, how they, they use their yeah. signs. Right. Okay? No problem right. with that. But to use technology in that way, in real time, in one stadium, that's cheating. Yeah. That's There's no way around it. Now, do you think this punishment is going to include a championship revoke? Because that's one thing that I think a lot of people are talking about is that like the NCAA famously will erase people's uh, well, you know what's, what's, championship what's from the sad, band. What's sad is they have such a talented team, and I just you know it's one thing with steroids, right? Steroids we knew was terrible, but there was a bunch of people taking steroids. There was a bunch. Of, there is no proof that anybody else in the league is doing is, this. No. And, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, whatever, man. If that's the case, then you live with the results yeah. when you get caught. And this it, is going to change if so you, much for the Astros, If man. you were furious with Spygate, there's no reason that you shouldn't be furious with this. Oh, like... It, it's And that, that makes, like, I, I always love the argument of, like, well, everybody does it. Okay, but you got caught. Yeah. And I'm sorry that that's the way it is, but that's the way it and is. And also the whole everyone's doing it. That doesn't mean it's right. Like, yeah. that doesn't mean that we no should shit. be doing I it. I mean, what have we been told our whole life? Well, if everybody's doing it, shouldn't you be doing it? Yeah. I mean, that's... It's... it's If you ask me, we have proof in 2017. And this... I am not somebody who thinks... Like, I don't think you get anything out of revoking a, um, a championship. I don't think you get anything out of that. But... To say those words, dude, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Especially when you look at the ACL, uh, ALCS, ALCS, the Astros only won at home. Yep. And it doesn't matter if they can prove that you did that at one at bat. You got caught. Yeah. And that sucks to say, I'm sorry for all the Astros fans. I mean... I get it. I would be devastated if it was one of my teams that I'd root for. And I would genuinely say, unless there's a change of regime, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. I don't care if you 
you know, you like prostitutes, you do cocaine, you whatever. You're not paid to be role models. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But when it affects the, the game, game yeah. specifically, you've got to take action, and you can be pissed off at yeah. your team. Yeah, it's uh, it. We'll see how it it, it ends in the end. Um, you know, they've it, we were talking about the NCAA, and they revoke championships and they've done that before and they took it out of the record books and you know you can't hang the banner in the stadiums or whatever um of course like reggie bush got his heisman taken away from him yeah um so like it there is a precedent i guess in the ncaa where you can do that but there's no precedent in Major any sports. professional yeah. sports of a championship being revoked I mean, it, you can do it you know what is it I mean, I know. does it matter? I think you get more publicity from saying this was the World Series that was never won, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, like, are the Dodgers cheaters. the champions now? What are we doing? Yeah, so I <laughs> they think They get World Series rings? What are we doing? I think that's kind of bullshit, but... Or do the Yankees belong in, in, the, in World the World Series? Series? Yeah. You know, so I think that that's, that, that's, that's kind of a long stretch. Now, you can say it. You know, this is also, You though, can say, here's your asterisk and live with it, <laughs> and now you're about to get your ass... Basically, I have no doubt that they are going to get the equivalent of what they can come up to with a death penalty. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to think about like the legacies of some of these Astros players, uh, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, things like that. Are Shithead like, Bregman. Yeah, like now this is always going to be on their on their resume. Oh right, always going to be on their resume. Right. And come to Hall be, of Fame time, this is going to be on their resume. Well, yes, but you got to remember those are young players. They yeah, can, I know. they can get out of this situation and yeah. in ten years still have those kind of yeah. uh, numbers. But Justin Verlander, um, well, they don't, they don't, they never. I mean that. I guess yeah, it's his more ERA. Than, maybe. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean if you can if you can say well he got twenty wins, uh, the rain the Astros scored sixteen and he yeah, pitched right. eight innings and gave up nine runs. I guess yeah. you could say that. Yeah. But he's they're pretty lights out on yeah. the pitching. Yeah, but that also goes to prove a point. You can have a badass rotation paying what you're paying for that. Make mediocre batters a whole hell of a lot better when they know the pitch count is coming. And what do you know? We have the best batters in the league, and also we've been able to pay a shit ton of pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, So we'll see what happens. All around, it's a bad deal. All around, it's going to get nasty. This is just, I mean, we're middle of November heading into Thanksgiving. I don't think that they're even going to be done before January. Yeah, in in compiling things. Yeah, it's um, and it's going to get nasty, and those guys in that locker room are going to turn on each other. Yeah, and hey, man, you got to pay for yours, homie. That's a profession. Yeah, we uh, we have we might have seen the last of the Astros. You know, this could have been something spectacular. Yeah. I mean, I know that we talk about, you know, there's dynasties, the Warriors, the Patriots, uh, the Astros could have been as close well, and what's to a baseball so, dynasty what's probably. What's so sad is, first off, for the people who don't think this is a big deal, you don't know baseball. If you don't think that knowing whether a fastball or an off-speed pitch is coming, coming yeah. then you don't know baseball. And secondly, if you don't think that they had a talented team, then you don't know baseball. No. They have a very oh my gosh, talented team. So good. If not one of the best teams literally Probably in the last decade, three decades. Two, yeah, two or three decades. So yeah. that's what's going to kill them. It sucks so bad Yep, that that's going to be the legacy of that team. And when those uh, punishments come down, 
it'll be a long time if you ask me before they're able to build. I imagine that it's going to have some type of cap restriction and they are going to struggle ham, hamstring them back to struggle. basically a triple A squad. Yeah. Well, and you know, Garrett Cole's not coming back this next year. He's opted out. Like they, this is going to, this is definitely going to get rough. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into college and NFL football. Um, so stick right here to uh, the Low Woe Show. Yep. Beer time. Beer time. Beer time. All right. So uh, today uh, we are drinking uh, 903. Let me grab this handy dandy can right here. There we go. Uh, 903 Brewers um, Omey yep. Pecan or Pecan, whatever you want to call Pecan. Porter, uh, we're we're in the south, brother. It's pecan. So we got an Omei pecan <laughs> porter, uh, and this is delicious. It's quite <laughs> delicious. So nine oh three, um, they always do a great job. I really, honestly, I haven't had a nine oh three beer that I haven't uh, really enjoyed. Um, as you can tell by the area code, they're from around these parts, which um, is always the best. It's always the best. Yeah. When I mean, great beer comes from local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, they don't put an ABV on here, which is probably a good thing. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, when they say porter, uh, it is, if if this is porter, it's got one less grain than a damn stout. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's almost there. It's, it is. Uh, it the is. head of the beer is very dark. Uh, it's real creamy. The pecan, they do a very good job of putting the pecan forward and all of the rest of the chocolate and everything kind of behind yeah. it. So you get you get that real strong pecan to go with kind of the back end of a what equates to a pretty close to a stout. Yeah, and I've had uh, some like quote unquote nutty beers where they had like nut flavors to it and they were terrible. This is this hits right. hits great. Yeah, it's I a mean, perfect blend. Yeah. It, once again, if you're a seasonal person, there's no better time for a beer uh, than, you know, November, December, the wintertime. Um, and, you know, with it being a porter, they would say fall. This is pretty damn close to uh, <laughs> to a full-on stout. So uh, if, if you haven't checked it out, uh, for sure check it out. It's a great beer. I would guess probably 8 9%, um, yeah. but it has a flavor that could say more. So, yeah, so uh, rating, let's, what did you, what'd you get? Oh, that's right. We're doing the rating thing. Um, <laughs> dude, I like this beer. I do too. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 8-3 on this beer. Okay. And for me, that's a, that's a damn yeah. good score. 8-3 to me is kind of, that's up there. And I, I really like this beer. Yeah, I would agree. I'm probably going to do like an 8.1. Nice. Um, it's a, this is a delicious beer. Uh, so this is 903 Brewers Omey Pecan Porter. There it is. It's delicious. Check it out. Beer time. Beer time. Welcome back to the Low Woe Show. I'm Low. As woke. And uh, we're going to talk some football now. Yep. Um, yep, 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 yep. There's been a lot of football going on. Um, yeah. And I know the last episode, we pretty much spent the entire time talking football, which we probably could have this time. Yeah. Uh, because... <laughs> My uh, co-host Woe here is fired up. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. You know, we had a um, episode where we talked about A and M fans, and I went in. 
Okay, and yeah. I, I don't retract that by any by any form or fashion. But I will tell you that the way that Tom Herman, especially, and then the Longhorns have performed, has been so underwhelming, and I like it hurts to watch. You know, just this bullshit attitude from people who are. I mean, it doesn't really hurt physically, but <laughs> maybe but a little emotionally. It, it, it does. <laughs> it like it's tough to watch, man. It's tough to watch. Uh, you've got um, seniors like Malcolm Roach, who basically uh, they didn't. He didn't lose the game, but making a dumbass penalty at the end of the Iowa State game to seal the deal for him. Uh, when you know your team is kind of our team is known to be able to come back in situations and he iced the game for Uh, Iowa Iowa State State. and so I mean yes he came back and he apologized and he was uh, very sad but that that's coaching man you're a captain you were named a captain and you blew it and sometimes that happens that's fine but to continue to lose games you lost TCU where you had at least I know you had four interceptions maybe five turnovers Okay, and then to still lose a close game at that one. Okay, now we're into. I just watched Baylor trounce the shit out of you. You scored a very late touchdown to make it look not even still respectable. Yeah, and this is this just isn't the team that it was supposed to be. And guess what? Sam Ellinger is fucking wrong. They're not back. No. This not is back. that's what I was gonna say. Eleven games ago, this Texas team—not this Texas team, but Texas—went and beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. And Sam Ellinger comes back. I'm back. We're back. Whatever. What? And they looked and they looked dominant. Good. They did. And that's what you know. It confuses me because last year I was think I thought the same thing. Coming from a guy that's not really a Texas fan, I was like one. It's great for college football if Texas is back. That's that is great for college football. Um, and so I was I was stoked to watch them because I thought that okay maybe this is true maybe we'll have two teams out of the Big Twelve Oklahoma Texas great for college football and it just hasn't been the case this year for Texas and I've I've had the feeling this season like I've had for the past six when Charlie Strong was there and even you know since Tom Herman's been there of like. This team could lose any week. I mean, this is a. That's right. There's not one game on the schedule besides Kansas, and even then, you know, we saw what happened last year. They are the Dallas. What hurts the most is they're the Dallas Cowboys of the fucking college <laughs> football. I mean, like I'm. Well, let's see. I would it's say it's so, a little better. That was a strong f bomb. I'm sorry, but it's so <laughs> frustrating because I feel the same way every Saturday and every, every Sunday. Sunday. You know, I think, I think honestly, they played OU really well. They did. They played LSU really well. That loss to TCU has somehow just stalled them. I don't know if that was a gut punch because they knew at that point getting to the Big 12 championship was going to be tough. I don't know if that's made them more emotional and they haven't been able to do it. But But this is all coaching. That is all coaching. That is all coaching. It's all coaching. That is everything that you just mentioned is coaching. Exactly. And and I, I know I see it online. I see it uh, social media, uh, on the webs. They, uh, the calls for, where were they at when Charlie Strong did this and they were clamoring for a new job? Yeah, you're damn right. 
You are damn right that when Charlie Strong got in the situation, they were doing the same thing. Now, mind you, we're paying Tom Herman a whole a hell of a lot. Yeah. Tom Herman has also won a Sugar Bowl. Yep. So pump the brakes a little bit. A yeah, little bit. Yeah. But, and, you know, we're, we are competing besides this last game against Baylor, which I, dude, it honestly looks like this team has checked out. Like, they are done. Yeah. I mean, they may get skull drugged by Texas Tech. Yeah. But I'm done talking about them. There's a lot of other schools out there. <laughs> I'm only getting fired up. I'm getting hot. Yeah. I, this this damn beer's warming me up, too. So, anyway. So, Oregon. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Why we got to go there? <laughs> Shit. Uh, yikes. Dude. Uh, yeah. Oregon is the one team that lost. Um, I do want to mention, just throw this out here before we get into the Oregon thing. What the hell is Alabama playing West Carolina for? That's SEC, I, bro. What the fuck is going on? That's SEC, like, bro. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I have people playing Sanford and West Carolina in week 10 of the yeah, yeah, college yeah. football. This That's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Anyway, that's, that's, that's how they do it. Anyway, because they won 66-3 and everyone's like, should they make the playoff? Get out of here. Genius. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so, Oregon went up to uh, Arizona State and laid an egg. Um, it was it was disgusting. I didn't get to see the game. I watched um, I watched it and then I ended up turning it off uh, because I was pissed. Yeah, I can uh, see. I can and see. then uh, they Oregon didn't make a comeback. They were within three points within seven minutes left with third and sixteen. Third and sixteen on defense with set like four minutes remaining. I think it was and. 83-yard touchdown for Arizona State. I did see the replay. It was disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what that corner was doing. He was on an island, and he just got worked. The, um, I, I will tell you, man, the, the portion that pisses me off is kind of what we talked about last time is I really wanted the committee to have to I, choose. too. And they still might have to with Utah. but and Well, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, no. But well, s- Oklahoma kind of struggled yesterday. Um, yeah, but struggle is still not a loss. I, I know, but I think that the, when it gets down to the nitty gritty, the committee thinks about that. Because I was thinking that last night when I was They're watching going Oregon, you have to make the vote yes. that says a Big Twelve champion and maybe a Pac twelve champion means more than a one loss no champion. Alabama. Means less. Yeah, it means oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It means less. Yeah, it means to less. Put Alabama in to there. Put Alabama in there. Yeah, um, even I think Georgia. Well, Georgia is going to be a two-loss team if LSU wins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, I think we're both expecting yeah, yeah. Georgia uh, to be a two-loss team, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> so that doesn't really matter. Um, but it still could happen. Um, but I think that the committee will look at that at the end when they th- they look at these games and they're like, okay, well, this team, they didn't play as well against that team. And so last night when I was watching this, I was like, um, I was like even if Oregon does come back and win this game, they're out. Because of the way they played against Arizona State, I don't think that's the truth, man. I mean, I, I think I think when you look at not only that, but how about that Arizona State coach, dude? Okay, I didn't even know. So Herm Edwards is the head coach. Yeah, love him. I Marvin love him. Lewis is on that staff. Well, that makes sense, dude. The Bengals head coach. I was like, this dude's been in the NFL for 15 years, and so now he's a special assistant to Herm Edwards. Watch out, Arizona State. I no, mean, I really I'm, think no, that, legit. Yes. Like, 
I can I, I may be able to listen to Herm Edwards snore for two seconds and still get fired up to play a football yeah, game. Exactly. That be dude gets you jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> like watching him on ESPN just doing yeah. his commentary. I'm like, where are the pads, yeah. bro? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was going into like a, a real like uh, you know, fifteenth century battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cavalry and battalions yeah. of marching infantry and shit like that. Yep. I want Herm Edwards no. on to be right the next one to, me. to be the one that's giving me that that king speech. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. it just it's killer. Man. No, but I was so confused because they pulled up the thing and I was like, "This is where Marvin Lewis went." I don't know where he had. <laughs> he spent a decade and a half being the Cincinnati Bengals coach, and then yeah. he just fell off the face of the earth. Now he's in a special assistant yeah. at Arizona State, playing golf. Yeah, do enjoying life. Just enjoying it. You know those Arizona <laughs> golf courses are beautiful oh, year round, baby. Oh, year, year round. round. You know, and Herm Edwards is just like, <laughs> okay, well, you go do that, Marvin. That's right. Uh, I'll be here. That's right. Um, I'm trying to pull up the uh, Herm Edwards uh, soundbite, uh, his most famous uh, soundbite. But uh, you, you play, play to, to win, win the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so much that that dude does. This is terrible for podcast audiences. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in. You play to win the game. Look at him like he's crazy. <laughs> Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. <laughs> like if that dude was in my life, like truly in my life, I would weigh 190 pounds, be built like a brick shit house, and still be climbing mountains like with a bare hand. You know what I mean? Like I say, still be like I've ever done it, but like I, that's what I'd do. <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing. He's like one of my like. In football, there's like several people I think that are super inspirational. That dude may be the tops. Yeah, Herm Edwards. I would probably put Jimmy Johnson on there. Like, yeah, oh, he can uh, get you going. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, man. That may be that may be a little biased, but <laughs> right. Uh, but so Oregon loses, uh, so they're done. Um, they're out of the playoff contention. You still got the Pac-12 champion, which now Oregon still could throw a wrench in this and win the Pac-12 yep uh, and then the committee I think has an easier decision um, well there's I'm telling you you man, just start dwindling down these things though I mean yeah it's it's literally and we may watch Alabama get beat by Auburn too yes we could we don't I, know what the other quarterback is going to be yeah uh, Auburn of course and Alabama always go back and forth so we may watch that and be like now if it's anything in true Alabama fashion <laughs> Mac Williams or whatever his name is. I don't know his name. Anyway. He'll go out there and have four touchdowns. Yeah, they'll be like, wow, should we give him the Heisman, Heisman for yeah. one game? Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's just, that tends to be how they how they, how they work. But here's the, the, the catastrophe scenario for the college football committee would be Georgia beating LSU. Yeah. In the SEC championship game. That would be a catastrophe because... I'm going to go ahead and assume, even though next week's Michigan-Ohio State game I think will be good, Mm -hmm. uh, Justin Fields got a little banged up late in the game against Penn State, Um, so you don't know if he's 100% healthy or if he will be. Um, I still think that Ohio State will win. Oh, I do too. But, you know, they're going to get in. Ohio State's going to get in. Right. Clemson's going to get in. And then if Georgia beats LSU, then it's chaos. Well, I don't think it is, though. I think they will go, okay, Georgia and LSU belong. I don't. 
I, I think I think that simplifies it because they'll say we know LSU belongs there and Georgia, who is now the SEC championship, gets to play there. It could I, simplify I think, it because then you would just say, well, LSU beat Alabama, and then it would be basically right. does an LSU team get in over Oklahoma, a Big Twelve champ? That's it. Or I think, Utah, if they were to win a championship, and I think they would say yes to that. I think they have a harder time saying yes to. Teams that they haven't played, such as Alabama, yeah. Oklahoma, and Utah. Yeah. So, but either way, you have a whole. You've got six teams sitting there with one loss. Yep. So going, who, or I guess five teams with one undefeated. Yeah. Going. What are you going to do with us? So, who are your top four teams right now? Who would you put it in? Uh, well, of course LSU. I mean, they're they're playing lights out. Uh, who are my top four teams? Yeah, who would, who would you put in if you were the committee? Well, you okay? So not my top four, but who would I put in? Who would you put? I in? don't think I put Clemson as a top four team, but but if you're the committee, who are you putting in? Well, because Clemson, LSU, right now yeah. have to be there. Okay. Um, I think that you would have to put Oklahoma over Alabama. And Ohio State. I think those are the four teams. So you put Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Ohio State. State. Okay. All right. I, I just don't think that I don't think right now you can say that Alabama deserves to be in. And it, look, this is from a guy who does not want to see Crimson no. in any form or fashion any, yeah, called exactly, a playoff. Exactly. Like I don't want them in a JV playoff. Honestly, I don't even want Utah in just because they're so they resemble <laughs> or Alabama. Yeah, like, but I just I think that if I'm the committee, that's what I think I have to do, and that legitimizes the rest of the country. I mean, I well, it will be interesting because I think that I think the committee looks at close losses. I think that the committee will look at that. I think that Oklahoma has had close losses. In the past three weeks, but or close everybody wins. in the Big Twelve has. Yeah, but I think that the committee will look at that, and I know that I would. I don't really want Alabama to be in the college football playoff. One, because I don't think they really deserve to be in there. Two, I don't know. Like, is that going to be fun to watch? Like, who's their quarterback? Like, if you're asking me, like, if you you asked me what I would do if I was the playoff committee. If you're asking me what I think they'll do, they will find a way to make Alabama get in. They they're yeah. just they're going to. Yeah. I, and if they don't, you need to really start looking about like we need to start thinking about, man, does this have something to do with do we think Alabama's truly declining and do they are they trying to create that narrative? Yeah. Because we've seen for the last five years that narrative is going to be Alabama on the up. No matter yeah. what they, no matter what loss they have, they're going yeah. to get the benefit of a doubt. Yeah, uh, I would do. I would put LSU, Clemson, um, Ohio State. I, I don't think that Georgia should be in the top four. I don't think that a home no. loss to South Carolina no. should put you in the in in, in this con, like this contention. It, it shouldn't. Mm. Like you no, can say all you want about Alabama being a one loss. They lost to LSU. Right. Like, no, I get it. This is. They lost a close game to LSU at home. Georgia lost at home against South Carolina. Who like, lost to, a, was that, was, FCS? Yeah, yeah, like, this is, Clint, 
Georgia should not be in contention for this the college football playoff. And this is me, even as an A and M fan who lost to Georgia this week. Like unless still unless they beat LSU. Yes. Now yeah, if they, they beat, beat LSU, LSU, they win the SEC. You're in. Sure as hell. Yes, absolutely. Um, but as of right now, which I don't, I think that me and you both don't think they'll beat LSU. Like this, I the dumbest thing to have them even in the top five. Like what is this? I don't they know. they had them ranked above Oregon and above. Um, Utah this entire time with a loss against South Carolina. Well, and I think this goes back to what we've spoken about before, but preseason rankings and how they are so biased towards the SEC because we have no idea, honestly. Now, we saw LSU play a close game with Texas. Yeah. Not, I mean, not extremely close, but there were times yeah, where, where it was tied and yeah. Texas had a chance at the end of the game. Yep. I think that what you're looking at here is – what are what are these teams like? So Auburn beat Oregon, okay. So we know that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, once again, close game in Auburn. Neutral, and, Oregon. and it was a neutral field, and I would say that I mean, Oregon, Oregon had to travel to Dallas, and like Oregon it, kind of blew. They kind of shit the bed on that. Yeah, one. their defense was kind of. So, so I just think that what we look at here is we look at this bias that comes with the SEC playing the SEC. Yeah, and nobody has that bias when they talk about. The Pac-12. No or one the has Big the, 12. Ba- the Big Ten. The Big Ten is the best conference in college football. Like you have, I don't know that. I think they are. I think that. I mean, they they very well could be. I think uh, it hurts that Wisconsin's down. Um, well, and Wisconsin was up though for the beginning but, of the year. Yeah, they lost. But, they tailed off. But. Yeah, but I mean. But Michigan State has historically been pretty good. Who is Minnesota? Are, are they that good? No, but you could say the same thing about Baylor. I mean, Minnesota no, and Baylor I, would be the same. I would totally agree, but sort of situation. Yeah, but Baylor Baylor handily beat a team that played with LSU. And I'm not saying that that's always the same, but if you look at those things and you start to add up those deals, why is that? Why is it like that? Like, if you look at the Big Twelve right now, and this kind of sounds like a homer argument, which I don't care if they're the best. I don't want to get that out there, but. If you look at the Big 12 right now, almost every game is competitive. Almost every game is competitive. And I'm not saying that they're the best. I'm not I definitely don't think they're the worst. I mean they're not the ACC. No. Oh and god, so, I forgot about the ACC. And so I I think it's we get lost in oh we're playing this, we're playing that. That's why this system isn't working. Yeah. It's benefiting it was benefiting one conference. Up until Clemson came along. Yep. So, uh, so we'll see what the the committee decides to do. It, their decision was a little easier now that Oregon lost. Um, and, yeah, it could, and don't at me, okay? <laughs> I know the SEC's good. Yeah. So I'm not saying that. No, so we're not saying that they're bad. No, like, I'm not saying that. But all I'm saying is they get a bump for just playing, playing each in other. the SEC yeah, West. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we'll see what the committee does. Like I said, I think it makes it makes the committee's job a little easier that Oregon lost. It could be easier here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, two weeks from now, it could be yeah. as, as simple as, okay, one, two, three, four, here we go. Well, Oklahoma was down 25 points to Baylor and came back and won, and it looks like they're going to have to play in the conference championship. Yeah. So, well, you got, so you're going to have... We very well may not have that problem. Yeah, you're going to have Oklahoma-Baylor. You're going to have um, probably Utah-Oregon, right? Utah-Oregon. You're going to have LSU-Georgia. So all this is going to get squared away. I, I, yeah. this, I don't think that this is going to be a – this year more than any, I think, besides the first year that they had the playoff, I think that this is all going to sort itself out pretty easily. I think 
we need more teams with more losses to fracture this system. Yeah. I mean, we need to truly get to where we may have one team with one loss going into the conference finals. We may have one team undefeated going to the conference finals, but then you got a you got eight two loss teams. Yeah. That's when they you start, don't know what to do. Yeah, and they don't know what to do, and then they maybe expand it to eight, which I think right. we're all for. Oh, I think uh, eight's the number. It, it, it's, it, it's easy. Uh, so um, that's going to be our college football spiel. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL. Um, just precursor, we are watching this Sunday. Quickly. Yeah, we're going to do it quickly because um, we got to get to the game. Yeah, so we, we're doing this Sunday. This is probably going to come out after. Uh, of course, it's going to come out after. Uh, yeah, exactly. So... Uh, we are getting ready to watch the Cowboys Patriots. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it w- this is before this, before that. Just right. let's just say when we're going to try to refrain and when we say before that 20 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to try to refrain from talking about like the game because it's already going to happen. Um, we're going to assume that, that we've lost that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going to assume. And guess what? If we don't, it's going to be a pleasant surprise. We will be the quintessential Cowboy fans. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I was the other week, uh, We were. I was watching the, the game with my mom, and we got down. It was Minnesota. We got down 14 nothing. I was like, this team is the worst. Yeah, like, they're, they're, terrible. they're terrible. I told Linda, I said, if, if we go down three scores, I'll turn it off. I'm not watching the rest of the season. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. As soon as they tied it up, I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I, we're the best. Did you see how quick that was? God. <laughs> So, yes, we are those type of people. Um, But let's just talk a little bit about the NFL because this week um, I think there's going to be a lot of things that are squared away at the end of today, um, this Sunday. A lot of things are going to be kind of squared out between, um, you know, even this is a huge thing. This is a big game for the Cowboys. I know I just said we're not going to talk about this game a lot. It's kind of hard not to. It, it is yeah. because this is a huge game for the Cowboys, and we'll be able to listen to this and see how wrong we were. Right. Well, <laughs> um, either way this goes, I don't think it's. I don't think it's as big a deal if we lose. Right. I think that if we lose. We kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. Right. This was right. this was an L we put on the schedule. Yep. But if we win, what we've done to the Eagles has only tightened up. Yep. And we know we're not going to make a wild card. Nope. So there's no chance. You have to win the East. And I think if we win today. It's over. That I don't woo. <laughs> I think I it is. I don't do that because we lost to the fucking Jets. That's true. But. I do think that they don't sleep on them jets. Yeah, right. I think that if if we if we win today, uh, that that clinch on the East gets so hey, much tighter. As we sit here and say this, this God, this is a terrible podcasting. Uh, yeah. As we sit here, the Jets beat the Raiders thirty-four to three. Yeah, I'm not worried about like signs of greatness. Every also, once in a while. let me just say that this is a huge game because Seattle's about to. Mm, well, maybe not. Uh, so 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter at the time of this recording. Um, Seahawks beating the Eagles. So if we can get a win against the Patriots, we're up two games on the Eagles. Well, and and technically three games because we've beat we'll the, Eagles beat the Eagles, once. Eagles once. Now we have to yeah. play them again, but that only ties it up if mm-hmm. we lost. So it's really more of a three game. Right. So um, with not that many games left in the season. But we've talked a lot about parity in the NFL. Um, and... 
this year is is I mean you got the Seahawks who are looking to go nine and two mm-hmm. tonight Monday night you got or Sunday night you got the Packers uh, 49ers that are you know eight and two and nine right. and one like this is a great year of football uh, for the NFL and yeah, I mean I think if you were to tell I think any time that you were to tell uh, the NFL hey going into probably the final week of the season you've got the 49ers, the Packers, and the Cowboys all going to compete in the, play, in the in the playoffs. West. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, they would sign up for that the every NFC, day. They're gonna they're gonna love that every day. Yes, all, like the entire time you yeah, got the they they, they may even the go Saints playing well. Like, right. It's yeah. yeah. This and is then, then to say in the then to say on the other side, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We only know that the Patriots are going to be there. Yeah. Well, I would say Patriots, the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I, I mean. They haven't played great. They haven't played great, but they still have like a two-game well, lead in the division. I know. I'm just saying, but like, I don't know that the Chiefs is one of the ones that they. But I mean, their popularity now has grown completely with Mahomes. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think, that, yeah, you're right. I just there's a whole lot of questions over there, which I think questions over there are better for marketing in the AFC. In the NFC, you have these, you know, these big names. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like we just talked about, Forty yeah. ers Packers, Cowboys. That and really, I mean, the Saints. You could put them in, in the there. past decade. You yeah. would say that they're probably going to be. You put those in there, and everybody like tunes in. It's already been a decade since the Saints won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, you know how long it's been since the Cowboys? I don't want to talk about it. Woo. Um, <laughs> don't want to talk about. It. Um, but yeah, so we're. I I want to know though. This season, has there been any questions answered for you about Dak Prescott? Nope. And I, I you know, I will say this. I will way. say I, this. He is more accurate than I gave him credit for. He is more accurate this year. I don't. I don't want to backtrack immediately okay. because he wasn't accurate. I don't want like we can't. We okay, saw, he's, we saw. he's become more accurate. Yes, he has become more accurate this year than he was. Well, okay. the, I mean, I, I'll buy that. I mean, I, he is he has he's become grown. more accurate. Yes, um, but I think, like you had mentioned with Texas, this is all head coaching. You talked about Texas, and me and you oh, had yeah. talked about it on our way to grab this delicious beer. You're like, this is like this is coaching. Texas is. They have a top recruiting class every year. They have the talent. The Cowboys have the talent. The Cowboys oh, might be one of the most talented teams on paper in the league. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean that's they're, why they're picked where they're picked yeah. at the beginning of the year. So not all Cowboy fans are idiots when yeah. we say they're going to the Super Bowl because they have so much talent. They're supposed to go to the yeah. damn Super Bowl. Cuz give credit where credit is due. Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones have drafted really well in the last They've drafted well. They've made picks or they've made pickups where they need to make pickups. Yes. They've done uh, so well. Yeah. It is coaching. Hands down. But that's like, where you gotta you gotta strip Jerry Jones compliments. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that's where it ends. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I know we talked about it last time and it's really beating a dead horse because even at this point they've won since we talked about it. And so But I'm never gonna get past this coaching. No. Right? I mean, even if we go to the Super Bowl, there will have to be some drastic moves for me to look at the coaching and go, well, that's why we won. There's, It's not there. Like, I think if you look at a team like, let's say, the Steelers, right? 
I truly hands down believe that the Steelers are in playoff contention simply because they have Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he's a great coach. They don't have the talent that nope. the Cowboys have. They don't have the talent that a lot of teams have. No. Look at what Andy Reid has done to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. You cannot tell me that they were the most talented team when he got no. there. No. So I, it's tough to watch constantly mediocrity. And I don't think Jason Garrett's a bad guy. No. I don't think that he that he is just proud I, to be the Cowboys coach. I truly just don't know. If he got the job when he needed to get the job yeah. and he's ever been able to grow into it. No, it's weird because like I don't know if there's ever I don't know if there's ever a profession that you could be mediocre for nine years. And even if the Cowboys were to win a Super Bowl next year or whatever, name another team. Right. Like there's no other there's name n- another this is like everybody talks about oh being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is like being you know the uh, center fielder for the Yankees and, yeah and the shortstop for the yeah it's like yeah the shortstop for the Yankees and then you know and that, that is true that's very all well and good but where does the head coach apparently fall in that right that has to be one of the jobs that you talk like how many times have we heard yeah, Jerry Jones talk about in the same name as uh, George Steinbrenner yeah you think Steinbrenner would have done this. Yeah, it's, hell no. It, it's the same thing as what you're saying with Texas and all of these places. We are very spoiled in the fact that we are supposed to win, right? If this is Jacksonville, okay, right? Because you know I got to go back at Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go Jacks. <Jackson. laughs> but if this is Jacksonville, okay. If this is the Arizona Cardinals, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But that is not okay. With the Dallas Cowboys, no. it'll never be okay with the New York Yankees. It'll nope. never be okay with the Los Angeles nope. Lakers. Nope. It should not be okay with the University of Texas. It's not – you have to know what the history holds for you. And as the owner or as the general manager, when those things don't get done, you make drastic changes. We know that. Yeah. That's what happens. Now, and I think that both – uh, you and I are, agree that like we can, you can't make coaching changes all the time. You can't just be a revolving door of coaching changes because you've seen what ten years, bro. No, absolutely, <laughs> I agree. That's, but if you look at the Browns' history of coaching, like they've had seven coaches in the last decade. Like, oh, I completely agree you know, with that. It's one of those things that you have to have a balance. And I think that what we we're talking about with Tom Herman of being okay, he's been here. What this is his third year. Like, okay, now this is the time. Like, you've had your opportunities, We're dude. starting. Well, I would say now the now the clock is ticking. Yeah. Now, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you you may get even, two years to you kind may of even, fig- you may figure even things get out. another bad year. But after that bad year, you're done. Four yep. years is yeah, probably yeah. it. Now, I know that, you know, I, I imagine that Jerry has this fear of, like, the Chan Gailey, Wade Phillips... Uh, Dave Campo, yep. you know that that door that yep. was going on at the time, and I and I understand that, but this is ten years. But here's another thing that's weird because J- Jerry Jones has always been hyper aggressive, except for Jason Garrett. Like he's always well, been hyper aggressive. When he bought the Cowboys, no, he was hyper aggressive. Jerry Jones is hyper aggressive about people he doesn't like. That's a fact. But I'm saying like, he didn't like he didn't like Jimmy Johnson. They no. didn't get along. No. Okay. So th- he was well, hyper aggressive then. They like Barry Switzer. Yeah. Well, that was right. Yeah. Uh, look at um, you know players that come along that you're like, dude, what are we doing? 
You know, I was surprised as hell that we cut Des Bryant. I wasn't, but I thought Des Bryant was going to be a cowboy in his like buried in his yeah, stuff yeah. because of his relationship with Jerry Jones. Yeah, and that's cool and that's great, but Jerry Jones is an emotional leader. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes analytically, it's really, really bad. Yeah, and he likes Jason Garrett for some reason. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. We got to go watch these Cowboys. Uh, yeah, bub. So hopefully, uh, we'll <laughs> hopefully we'll all be in good moods. Yeah, uh, that's right. And we promise next week we'll have a little more NFL. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we got wrapped up, and now it's time to watch the NFL. So yeah, that's we right. We got to go do that's that. Right. Uh, but thank y'all for listening in. Uh, I'm Low. This is Woke. That's been the Low Woke Show.